Cantos eleven to fourteen of Book Six of the Ramayana of Valmiki, translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om One Two Three. Canto eleven, the summons. Still, Ravan's hofty heart repelled, the counsel of the wise repelled, and as his breast with passion burned. His thoughts again to Sita turned. Thus to each sign of danger blind, To love and war he still inclined. Then mounted he his car that glowed With gems and golden net, and rode, Where gathered at the monarch's call The nobles filled the council hall. A host of warriors bright and gay, With coloured robes and rich array, with shield and mace and spear and sword, followed the chariot of their lord. Mid the loud voice of shells and beat, of drums he raced along the street, and ere he came was heard afar the rolling thunder of his car. He reached the doors, the nobles bent, their heads before him reverent, and welcomed with their loud acclaim Within the glorious hall he came. He sat upon a royal seat, With golden steps beneath his feet, And bade the heralds summon all, His captains to the council hall. The heralds heard the words he spake, And sped from house to house to wake, The giants where they slept or spent The careless hours in merriment. These heard the summons and obeyed, from chamber, grove, and colonnade, On elephants or cars they rode, Or through the streets impatient strode, As birds on rustling pinions fly, Through regions of the darkened sky, Thus cars and metalled coursers through, The crowded streets of Lanka flew. The council hall was reached, and then, As lions seek their mountain den, through massy doors that opened wide, With martial stock the captains hide. Welcomed with honour, as was meet, They stooped to press their monarch's feet, And each a place in order found, On stool, on cushion, or the ground. Nor did the sage be vision long, Delay to join the noble throng. High on a car that shone like flame, with gold and flashing gems he came, drew near, and spoke his name aloud, and reverent to his brother bowed. Canto twelve, Ravan's Speech The king in council unsurpassed, his eye around the synod cast, and fierce behuster first and best, of all his captains thus addressed. Brave master of each warlike art, Arouse thee, and perform thy part, Array thy fourfold forces well, To guard our isle and citadel. The captain of the hosts obeyed, The troops with prudent skill arrayed, Then to the hall again he hied, And stood before the king, and cried, Each inlet to the town is closed, A doubt within, our troops disposed, 
with fearless heart thine aim pursue and do the deed thou hast in view thus spoke prehosta in the chill that moved him for the kingdom's will and thus the monarch who pursued his own delight his speech renewed in ease and bliss in toil and pain in doubts of duty pleasure gain your proper path i need not tell for of yourselves ye know it well the storm gods moon and planets bring new glory to their heavenly king and ranged about your monarch yea, give joy and endless fame to me my secret counsel have i kept while senseless kumbhakaran slept six months the warrior slumbers last and bind his torpid senses fast but now his deep repose he breaks the best of all our champions wakes i captured rama's heart to ring this daughter of videha's king and brought her from that distant land where wandered many a rakshas band disdainful still my love she spawns still from each prayer and offering taunts yet in all lands beneath the sun no day may rival sita none her dainty waist is round and slight her cheek like autumn's moon is bright and she like fruit in graven gold mocks her whom maya framed of old faultless in form how firmly tread her feet whose soles are rosy red ah oh, as i gaze her beauty takes my spirit and my passion wakes looking for rama far away she sought with tears a year's delay nor gazing on her lovely eye could i that honest prayer deny but baffled hopes and vain desire at length my patient spirit tire how shall the sons of ragu sweep the vengeance over the pathless deep how shall they lead the banner train across the monster teeming main one banner yet could find a way to lanka's town and burn and slay take counsel then remembering still that we from man need fear no ill and give your sentence in debate for matchless is the power of fate assailed by you the gods who dwell in heaven beneath our fury fell and shall we fear these creatures bred in forests by sugriva led even now on ocean's farther strand the sons of dasarath stand and follow burning to attack their giant foes on sita's track consultant lords for ye are wise a seasonable plan devise the captive lady to retain and triumph when the foes are slain no power can bring across the foam those banners to our island home or if they madly will defy our conquering might they needs must die then kumkarna's anger woke and wrought at raven's words he spoke o monarch when thy ravished eyes first looked upon thy lovely prize then was the time to bid us can 
each peril and mature a plan. Blessed is the king who acts with heed, and never repents one hasty deed, and helpless he whose troubled soul mourns over days beyond control. Thou hast, in beauty's toils and snared, a desperate deed of boldness dared, by fortune saved ere Rama's tale, one wound thy mortal pain could deal. But Ravan, as the deed is done, the toil of war I will not shun. Disarm, a rover of the night, thy foeman to the art shall smite, the wind round the lord of flame, the sun and storms against me came. Even Indra, monarch of the skies, who dread my club and mountain sighs, shrink from these teeth and quake to hear the thunders of my voice of fear. No second dart shall Rama cast, the first he aims shall be the last. He falls, and these dry lips shall drain the blood of him my hand has slain. And Sita, when her champion dies, shall be thine undisputed prize. Canto thirteen, Ravan's speech. But Mahabharsha saw the sting of keen reproach had galed the king, and humbly, eager to appease, his anger spoke in words like these. And breeds there one so cold and weak, the forest and the gloom to seek, where savest beasts abound and spare, to taste a luscious honey day. Art thou not lord, and who is he, Shall venture to give laws to thee? Love thy bedehan still, and tread Upon thy prostrate foeman's head. Over Cedar's will let thine prevail, And strength achieve if flattery fail. What though the lady yet be coy, And turn her from the proffered joy? Soon shall her conquered heart relent, and yield to love and blandishment. With us let Kumbhakaran fight, and Indrajit of matchless might. We need not other champions, they shall lead us forth to rout and slay. Not ours to bribe or suit or part the foeman's force with gentle art, doomed, conquered by our might, to feel the vengeance of the warrior's steel. The Rakshas monarch heard, and moved, by flattering hopes the speech approved. Hear me, he cried, great chieftain, tell, what in the olden time befell, a secret tale which, long suppressed, lies prisoned only in my breast. One day, a day I never forget, fair Punjikastella I met, when, radiant as a flame of fire, she sought the palace of the sire. In passion's eager grasp I tore from her sweet limbs the robes she wore, and heedless of her prayers and cries, strained to my breast the vanquished prize. Like Nalini with soil disdained, the mansion of the sire she gained, and weeping made the outrage known to Brahma on his heavenly throne. He in his wrath pronounced a cause, that Lord who made the universe. If, Ravan, thou a second time 
be guilty of so foul a crime, Thy head in shivers shall be rent, Be warned and dread the punishment. Awed by the treat of vengeance still, I force not Sita's stubborn will. Terrific as the sea in might, My steps are like the storm-god's flight. But Rama knows not this, or he, Had never sought to war with me. Where is the man who idly brave, The lion in his mountain cave, And wake him when with slumbering eyes, Grim, terrible as death, he lies? No, blinded Rama knows me not, Never has he seen mine arrows shot, Never marked them speeding to their aim, Like snakes with cloven tongues of flame. On him those arrows will I turn, Whose fiery points shall rend and burn, Quenched by my power when I assail, The glory of his might shall fail. As stars before the sun grow dim, And yield their feeble light to him. Canto fourteen, Vivician Speech He ceased, Vivician ill at ease, addressed the king in words like these. O Raven, O my lord, be aware, of Sita, dangerous as fair, nor on thy heedless bosom hang, this serpent with a deadly fang. O king, the mighty dame restore, the Ragu's matchless son before, those warriors of the woodlands vast, as mountain peaks approaching fast. Armed with fierce teeth and claws, and close thy city with unsparing foes. O be the metal dame restored, ere loosened from the clanging cord, the vengeful shafts of Rama fly, and low in death thy princes lie. In all thy legions hast thou won a match in war for Ragu's son. Can Kumkar himself withstand, or Indrajit? that mighty hand. In vain with Rama wilt thou strive, thou wilt not save thy soul alive. Though guarded by the Lord of Day, and strong God's terrible array, in vain to Indra wilt thou fly, or seek protection in the sky. In Yama's gloomy mansion dwell, or hide thee in the depths of hell. He ceased, and when his lips were closed, Prahusta does his reed opposed. O timid heart, the counsel does, What terrors have the gods for us? Can snake and fiend appall, The giant sons who scorned them all? And shall we now our part disgrace, And dread a king of human race? Does fierce Prahusta counsel ill, but says Vivishana's constant will, The safety of the realm ensued, Who does in turn his speech renewed. Yes, when a soul defiled with sin Shall mount to heaven and enter in, Then, chief Dane, will experience teach The truth of thy disdainful speech. Can I or thou, or those or all, Our bravest compass, Rama's fall, the chief in whom all virtues shine, The pride of old Ikshaku's line, With whom the gods may scores compare, 
in skill to act, in heart to dare. Yea, idly mayst thou vaunt thee, till, sharp arrows winged with matchless skill, from Rama's bowstring fleet and fierce, as lightning's flame thy body peers. Nikumba shall not save thee then, nor Ravan from the lord of man. O monarch, hear my last appeal, my counsel for thy kingdom's will. This sentence I again declare, O giant king, beware, beware. Save from the ruin that impends, thy town, thy people, and thy friends. O hear the warning ours once more, to Rago's son, the dame, restore. End of Cantos 11, 12, 13, and 14